and welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is Anne-Marie Johnson. Now, the very talented actress and comedian has been in some amazing stuff. You've probably seen her on the TV show In the Heat of the Night. For six seasons, she played Althea Tibbs, Harold Rollins' wife. She left after six seasons. We discussed why. Following that, she showed her versatile range on one season of In Living Color. We talk about that, the cast that she worked with, who she really loved. But I discovered her on What's Happening Now, playing Roger's wife, Nadine. For three seasons, we discussed that show and how she kind of fit in with the original cast. Some amazing movies. I'm going to get you, sucker. The movie ceiling scene playing Cherry. We also talk about Hollywood Shuffle. Amazing movie. Starring and directed by Robert Townsend. In 2005, she became the first African-American elected vice president of SAG. We discuss her role there. We also discuss the ending of the strike. Really enjoyed my conversation with Anne-Marie. We touched a lot of topics, and I hope you do as well. So Anne-Marie, uh, thank you so much for joining today. I really appreciate it. No problem. This is fun. This is easy. Yeah, this perfect. This is the easiest part of my day. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. So I know you are part of like the SAG after like uh, yes. the board, right? You're, you were the first African-American elected, right? Vice president. I, I was the first African-American elected to the vice presidency. So I was uh, vice president for four terms under, gosh, three different presidents. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so, so you're still involved. I'm it? still on the board reluctantly. Okay. Um, <laughs> It, uh, I took a break, uh, gosh, right after merger, because I was against merging the okay. two units. Right. So um, I was unfortunately part of the um, committee that created the constitution for merger. I saw the direction the union was going. And so I said, you know, it's better for me to step away and allow new, fresh minds right. uh, to try it. So I took a break for 10 years, uh, uh -huh. nine years, and then I was asked to run again, and I ran. So here okay. I am. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think of the agreement? That, Horrible. You know, it's the worst contract. I've been on negotiating committees off and on for the for SAG Legacy and SAG After briefly. I've been on probably five or six different negotiating committees. So that's a lot of contracts to right. uh, to to negotiate. This is, in my experience, the worst contract I've ever seen. Oh, wow. And it'll be the, it's the beginning of what has been a slow erosion of union, unionism within um, the Screen Actors Guild AFTRA, which basically began when AFTRA started um, inserting itself and uh, offering cheaper contracts to the same employers, undercutting us. That started around 2006, 2007. Mm -hmm. So this contract is just a reflection of how weakened uh, uh, our union is, right. and it'll only get worse is now with like obviously streaming and there's more like jobs and stuff like that does that affect how the contract you know was drawn up to it was really uh streaming is a disaster um we didn't learn from the musicians 
on how uh, technology right. uh, lessened the ability to make a middle-class earning uh, for musicians. We, they were the canary in the coal mine and we didn't listen. I think there was a lot of hubris and thinking, oh, this couldn't happen to us. Our faces on the screen. We're not anonymous. And we just didn't take it seriously enough. Well, many actors did, but yeah. our negotiators yeah. and others didn't. So streaming is a huge problem. Um, net Companies like Netflix and others really aren't in the business of art. They're in the business of commerce. Right. They only care about the dollar. They only care about their, their shareholders. They don't care about art whatsoever. They, If they could do this without us, they would. And that's why the current contract with the gaping holes in AI protections or lack thereof, Right. that is what's really going to be the end of us. Yeah. Now, do you think the actors realized that before they voted on this? No. I think timing is everything. Had we not uh, experienced one of the most traumatic experiences the country, uh, the world has experienced outside of World War II, um, the, the pandemic, right. and how it was so poorly handled by the Trump administration and how it was weaponized and politicized and how millions of people died uh, uh, purely out of ignorance. Yeah. Um, I think we were not ready to be shut down again. So uh, even though we were out on strike for a long time, you know, it wasn't six months like the commercial strike in the 2000s, when you couple with the uh, international shutdown of the country and then the slow reopening and then the uh, which I championed the the requirements of hiring uh, with regard to our industry, because we were pretty successful during the worst of the pandemic. I mean, Hollywood bounced right back because right. we adopted very strict policies and it worked. Right. Um, and um, but. Keeping that in mind, there were many people who were against those policies. They thought that it was infringing on their <laughs> on their right to control their body. Yeah. Okay, got it. I understand. But um, you know, my industry is a private industry. It's not a public industry. Right. And our producers rule the roost. And when the producers saw how much money they were losing when shows had to shut down, yeah. they said, Yeah, I think we're gonna make vaccination a requirement. Part, exactly. And it worked. But still, when you have that psychological damage and now there's the writer strike and then there's our strike, the actors were exhausted and they said, we don't care how the sausage is made. Just give me the sausage. And they approved it. Now, the approval rate was not as high as the union had had yeah, hoped. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Right? They were hoping for overwhelming. Exactly. Well, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Over, no. Which was really quite encouraging for those of us who are advocating for a no vote. But here we are. And I think many actors didn't have the bandwidth to even want to understand what they were what they were approving. Right. And we find ourselves in the circumstances that we're in. Mm -hmm. now, do you think you got like public support over the strike? Because I mean, no, I everyone thinks like actors, you know, make I know, right? millions, they wipe their butt with $100 bills and stuff like right. that. That's like yeah. such a small no. percentage of actors. 
Listen, it, it the statistics uh, are are startling. Um, you know, we the Screen Actors Guild after represents roughly one hundred and sixty thousand members, and um, out of that one hundred and sixty thousand, um, let's say a hundred of a hundred thousand are actual on camera performers, actors. Um, only 18% of our membership earns enough to qualify for health insurance. That's and to crazy. qualify for health insurance, you have to earn $27,000 in your earnings period. So at any given time, nine, over 90% of our members are unemployed as, as performers. They right. have other gigs. So um, very few, uh, a, a fraction of 1% are considered part of the one percenters, yeah. right? You know, the, yeah. the millionaires, the those who make maybe over $100,000 a year uh, <clears throat> are just make up a small percentage of our membership. The overwhelming majority of our members barely make a living. And so the image of that is not the narrative that people want to know, right? They they think we're all just having cars picking us up and taking us to work and having yeah. a barista in our bathrooms. And, <laughs> right. And uh, it's a hustle. I've been hustling for over 40 years. It is, it is, and you have to have the stomach for it. That's why there's so much uh, emotional and psychological damage in our industry. That's why there's so much drug abuse and alcoholism and depression. And listen, no one puts a gun to our head to be an actor, but acting is a, is a very, it, it's a tough gig. It's really quite difficult. Okay. I guess you can say all the, you know, all the issues that children actors have is, as well. I mean, that's horrible, unfortunate. Yeah. Did any of this, like, was this any, any of this conscious to you when you first started? Hmm. Well, I knew at a very young age, I wanted to be an actor. I think I was probably in kindergarten or the first oh, wow. grade, but um, <clears throat> I, I had the best parents in the world who loved me unconditionally and supported supported my desire to be an actor. But <laughs> there were also, you know, Anne and Joe Johnson. And right. my father was a police officer. And my mother was a school teacher. <laughs> it was, you better have a, a viable backup plan. Right. And um, the ha having a viable backup plan was easy because I knew that they supported my initial, my, my first love. So as long as I knew that I was going to be able to find a job if necessary, because I don't believe in starving. I don't believe in the starving artist bullshit because right. it, it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, there's nothing fun about choosing by by voluntarily saying, oh, can I afford my gas bill or do I get food? No, there's right. nothing romantic about that, no. especially in Los Angeles. <laughs> so um, uh, with their support, uh, I knew how tough it was going to be. I went to school and studied and trained to be a professional actor, but I also read a lot about the, about the business. So I anticipated, I kind of plotted out my right. journey and it all worked. It That's all worked. Great. Yeah. That's great. Now you would have done it anyway, if your parents weren't it's like behind you, right? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I, my <laughs> other choice 
I would have loved to have gone to law school. Okay. Um, so no, I don't know. You know, no one has ever asked me that question. Oh, wow. Would have continued? I don't know. I mean, I had other interests. Right. But yeah. I think God placed me on earth just to do this. So maybe, maybe I would have said, well, screw yeah. your support. Yeah. I'm gonna right. And it would have been a lot harder. Right. But I was very fortunate. I live in great. Yeah. I live in LA. It was all here. Exactly. <laughs> you weren't going cross country with like 50 bucks in your you know hand in a bag. You know, exactly. To an audition. In fact, the first um I did a series called um what's happening now right and that soundstage was literally mm. two miles from is three miles from my house oh wow yeah so there you go sums right. it right up. yeah and i'm glad you brought that up because we're going to mention that now um i mean i've seen you and stuff before what's happening now i it probably didn't register that it was you until afterwards like double truck I think yeah, I don't I didn't do that. Well, no, let's see. What's happening now? I think we started what's happening now in 1985. Yeah. And my first professional TV gig was 1983. So okay. you know. Right. And like now everything gets rebooted. Every like shitty show it comes back Ooh, and stuff like Lord. that. And yeah. you know, back then, I think it was like Leave It to Beaver. I think they had like still the beaver or something right. like that. And I think maybe like you, they brought back the Brady Bunch for a little bit. Yes, That's like right. a mm -hmm. drama, which was <laughs> terrible. And then what's happening now, which nice, such an iconic show. I watched it growing up right. so much. Right. And, you know, going back, you know, the, you know, the original three and then, you know, Shirley and, you know, obviously D came back for a little bit. And He's then right. the Rodney King. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then, you know, you, you playing Roger's wife. Now, was it hard? Kind of like being the new girl, new person. In you know, um, was it hard? It was. No, it was. Uh, it was. It was a blast. I, I mean, Shirley really put me through the ringer. Right. right? <laughs> but then, then by the second season, we really became good friends. Oh, good. I learned a lot from Shirley about the business, the business part of it. She was really a smart businesswoman. Oh, so smart. Um, <clears throat> and she was, she would always bring her mom to the tapings and she'd have her mom picked up in a car and she would, so I started doing that. Okay. So I brought my mom and my, my parents to every Friday night, they would come to the tapings yeah. and they have their chairs in the front and have a car, pick mm -hmm. them up. It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot from Shirley, but no, it was a, a very easy transition for me. It was, um, <clears throat> it wasn't, um, Ernie was probably the funniest, um, co-star I've ever worked, male right. co-star okay. that I've ever worked with. It was just, it was really quite fun. I mean, we had a lot of fun yeah. and you could see, yeah. you could see it in, in the work that we did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it definitely showed on screen. You know, there was yeah. a great, great chemistry, and you know, really good. Now, did you were you a fan of the original? I don't think I ever watched the original. Oh, wow. I was okay. I was familiar with the original, right? right? Uh, I knew the music, I knew yeah. the characters, um, but I was not a regular viewer of the original. Okay. So, right. um, yeah, what was I watching back then? I don't even know. I think yeah. I was too busy. Right. I was in, you know, I was doing plays yeah. and 
at, yeah, I was staying late in the auditorium at school building, you know, right. sets. So yeah. I didn't spend a lot of time. Right. Watching. Yeah. Well, it's like athletes. They never watch sports. They always just play. No, you you're busy you're to watch it. it. You do. Right. It. Yeah. yeah. You're doing it, it, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, Fred Berry, who played Rerun, was only, oh, yeah, you know, he was great. Unfortunately, he was only on the, the first season because he got fired. Now, a lot of problems. But... Yeah. How, how difficult was that on set? <laughs> well, how difficult was it? It wasn't seamless. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Once you get over the... The embarrassment for that performer, and yeah. you know the 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 stuff that the, the the information they can't really talk about and stuff like that. Once right. you get over that, and when we he when when you know we knew uh, he was going to try to move on to other things, yeah. then it was it was you know it was fine. I right. mean, it was business. That was his. That was his personal. Can't do uh, right. it. Had, it had nothing to do with us. Yeah. I mean, the show was still good without him. So I, uh, I don't, yeah, I yeah. mean, you missed him. You missed but, him, but we yeah. evolved. Right, exactly. That's your, that's what good shows do. You know, you 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 just evolve. Yeah. yeah, right. And then back then there wasn't streaming, but there was another S word syndication, which people don't know what syndication is a- anymore. Where you know it was on different times, different channels throughout. Uh, let me tell you day. something. Syndication. Um, uh, back then, uh, what's happening now was part of a group of like, uh, Charles in charge. Yeah. Uh, what's happening now. There were a few, um, out here. It was called the Columbia. It was Columbia television. Right. But it was syndication and it was a block of shows and you were different times in different cities, but it offered a real alternative to uh network shows right um, it broadened the horizon for a lot of actors a lot of actors in categories that weren't necessarily um cast in network shows it was kind of the beginning of uh diversity um uh, on shows so i was really fortunate to be part of that new wave of, of syndication and it's unfortunate now because syndication used to be a gold mine you would pray right. that you had a network show that sh- that had at least 64 episodes in the exactly. game yeah and then you'd go to syndication and yeah. that would you know take care of you during droughts of work right. those days were over yeah yeah unfortunately yeah now you mentioned diversity and one of my favorite movies i love the ho- hollywood shuffle oh. robert towns is a genius i i i, I think great Film. Yeah, um, you you were great playing his girlfriend Lydia in, in the movie. Um, do you think the movie? I, I just recently watched it, and I I think it still holds up to this day. Oh, yeah, big time. It has legs. Not a lot yeah. of films made that long ago about right. that issue. Yeah, uh, have legs. And right. That, even though um, work job opportunities, storylines for African-Americans at leaps and bounds of improvement. And, right. and so, the, you know, anyone who says things haven't changed are lying or just purely ignorant. Right. Um, there, There is so much work for African-Americans, not just people of color, because 
there there's whole categories of people of color who are not getting enough work. Native Americans, right? Without a question, yeah. are cheated left and right. Tip, uh, of course. I mean, look right. at the whole history. Yeah, <laughs> of our indigenous. <laughs> yeah, um, totally. And it just continues even in in the in our in my industry, but for African Americans, um, our statistics exceed our national statistics. So right. so so it's great yeah. we've achieved yeah. that. What isn't great is our content is being seen on um, distribution platforms that do not pay. So yeah. we may be working more, but, yes, but we're or. not being yeah. paid. And even yeah. though Taraji probably screwed the pooch talking about uh, payment disparity while right. he was promoting a film, which yeah. ultimately negatively impacted the film. Right. Um, I don't know about her category of her her category of payment, because yeah. I've never been paid as much as she's been paid. Right. But in the lower echelon of uh, salaries, there is very little parity and in content that is made specifically for uh streaming it's horrible right across the board yeah. it's horrible but if it's horrible for white people it's really really horrible. bad <laughs> for, yeah for yeah now do you i mean obviously you're more negative towards streaming, but I mean, it does open up an avenue for more actors. It, it does. It opens up work. an avenue, but it's an avenue that was intentionally created to give the impression that people are giving the opportunity mm -hmm. to create their art. And then they yeah. look back and say, I've made absolutely no money at mm -hmm. it. They yeah. can't create solid pensions. They can't qualify for health insurance, but their content is out there. Right. It's out. Yeah. True, which is you can do by yourself and put it on YouTube. You can do by yourself. And <laughs> yeah. what what the industry has done, because they're not artists, no one at Netflix, Hulu, yeah. Amazon Prime, you know, yeah. no one is an artist there. Yeah. These are not. It has actually gone back to the studio system. When okay. during the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and then it ended in the 60s, uh, mid-60s, the studio system created wonderful content, terrific content. But these were not artists. These were business people who, who wanted to create a platform that the audience mm. wanted desperately right. that created wealth for, for all the owners of the studios, but who placed mm. the actors in a studio system that kind of yeah. boxed them. Now, granted, many benefited from the studio system right. and some of the best films ever made were made during the studio system. But you also had some of very... Um, wide-ranging talent like Betty Davis and Olivia de Havilland and Paul Mooney and mm. others who wanted out of the studio system and they had to sue to get out. Yeah. Okay, so now cut to the 21st century and you kind of have the same setup of Netflix and others mm. providing content that the audience loves to have. Yeah. But the creators of the content aren't aren't making money at all. Right. Yeah, because I mean they're cutting down on their you know password you know sharing and stuff like right? that. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, 
what is it, 19 bucks well, a month? But, but, but also, yeah, they, they've also created an audience um, that is not sophisticated enough to realize that they're being hoodwinked. Right. I mean, you know, okay, we'll feed you this for a little bit, but then we're going to raise it. So hmm. if you want to watch it without commercials, yeah, you this gotta is pay. And wasn't right. streaming created to not have commercials? Yeah. And to have a subscription base? Mm-hmm. Now. It was, yep. Yeah. Because they realize they can make even more money by having advertisements. That's right. And I guarantee you, you'll see less original content and you'll see more licensing. Yeah. Netflix and others. So they'll just license mm-hmm. the, the work that's already been created. Right. Uh, like Suits, perfect example. Yeah, it's they'll big now. Everyone's watching that. Library. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they'll just live off of that. Yeah. Rather than, you know, get a budget for a movie. Bring right. The in, you know, just, you know. Right. Show so friends, it's, yeah. you know, exactly. Everyone wants to watch Friends or The Office. You yeah. know, just I get mean, that. You really, know? at the end of the day, yeah. there are a million things uh, that, that are being offered to you. But yeah. don't you kind of end up back to... Of course, your comfort. Exactly, you know. Macaroni and cheese. Exactly, you know. I watch Seinfeld every night. I've seen it nine million <laughs> times and I love it, you know. <laughs> that's not going to change, you know. And I still laugh, but that's that's me. And I'm, you know, prime, you know, viewer for them. I'm, I'm still watching. Yeah. Uh, I'm still, wa- I, I love me TV. I love, so yeah. I'm watching yeah. Thunderbirds. I'm watching Carrie oh, yeah. Mason. Yeah. You know, Stuff that I didn't watch as a kid. Exactly. I'm, I'm discovering it. Right. And really, when you when you think about it, the re, it it's not just comfort food. These mm-hmm. projects had better content. Really good. Yeah. Better made. Yeah. Exactly. Have you uh, downloaded Pluto TV? No. What is that? It's 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 a free site. Um, you can watch on any of like your t- you know, smart TV down on your phone or whatever. It's basically a cable system that has news, drama, but all this, like you mentioned, the classic TV is a station. I think it's the Perry Mason station. There's like a happy day station where 24 hours, they just run the the shows. No kidding. And it's it's called Pluto TV. Pluto TV. It's free. They have movies. They have, um, I don't think they have sports, but they have like, you know, like reality TV. If you're into that. Are they commercial? Are there commercials? I think they do have a little bit of commercial. I mean, it's free, okay, so, yeah, which is fine. Cool. It's like we grew up on anyway. But hey, it's, I, can, I need to yeah. get up and get water every once in a while. Yeah, so that's okay. exactly. You know, there's a Beverly Hills. I don't know. I think there might be Melrose. So you might even watch. No, I should look there. that up to see where my residuals are. Exactly. Yeah. You know, check it out. But yeah, it, it's great. You know, it's. Can I do it off of a smart TV or a yeah, fire, fire stick? I think you just type up Pluto TV and download okay. it. Yeah. Good. I think I'll look that up. It's great. Yeah, it's. The best money you'll never spend, and it's perfect, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But I want to go back to Hollywood Chuckle for a second. Um, do you feel like Robert got the credit he really deserved? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I I think so. And it wasn't just Robert at the time; it was Robert and Keenan, right? You know? Yeah. And then we did from the success of that. They, you know, HBO reached out to Robert and Keenan, and then we did the Hollywood Shuffle, Shuffle. Hours, you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> which were hilarious. Yeah, they were funny. 
And had they not had a differing of artistic opinions, Keenan and Robert, right. that could have continued yeah. so much longer than it did. Um, but no, I think, and then obviously, you know, I had the best of both worlds. I, I you did both work for both for Robert and work yeah. for Keenan. So, right. Uh, but um, I think I think Robert certainly was recognized okay. as um, a very creative and and uh, forward thinking a director and writer. And uh, uh, his movies are really well respected. Um, Five Heartbeats, yeah. Hollywood Shuffle. I mean, excuse me, um, Hollywood Shuffle, Heartbeats, and a few others. They they still are just uh, honored all the time. Yeah. So, I think he, uh, and then he, then he had a television series. So yeah, I think, yeah, yeah I, I, there, there need not be any uh, Jerry Lewis telethons for Robert. I think he's okay, good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, five heartbeats. I mean, you had a, you know, a small part in that, but. I was cut out. Yeah, I cause... was heartbroken. I was yeah. so angry. I didn't go, I, I did not attend the premiere. Whoa. I so... didn't know. That right. I was cut out until someone said, you're not in Five Heartbeats. And then my name was at the end of the credit. And I'd be, yeah. Wait, wait, what? I, yeah, like you were like one scene in like the studio or something like that. Oh, and that's not yeah. the one scene that, you know, so right. I was, I was, I think the problem was that no one had the decency to let me know. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, that bothered me. That was my ego getting in the way. So. Yeah. But still, Robert uh, definitely is a uh, 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 well-respected in and out of the industry. Yeah. What was the difference between working with him and working with Keenan? Oh God, Keenan. The whole Wayans family mm-hmm. have such a spirit of joy, right? And um, Keenan never took himself too seriously. Um, Kim and Sean and Mar- I mean, uh, they were just all. Uh, I always enjoyed working with with any of the Wayans. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Was just like <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. just. I, wherever I am, um, if I'm there on a professional basis and I'm you know meeting audiences or signing autographs, yeah. that. Uh, I'm gonna get you, Sucka is is kind of like my thing. I mean, people right. know me. I a few years ago, I was in uh, shooting a guest star in Portland, Oregon, and uh, the prop master pulled me aside and he said, "Hey," and it was a drama I was shooting. You know, uh, everything was very serious. Yeah. <laughs> And so the prop master pulled me on. He says, let me, uh, can I show you something? And I'm thinking, what's yeah. this dude asking me to go to his trailer? Am I going right. to have yeah, to go exactly. to HR about this? Yeah, right. <laughs> I have some mace on me or something? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was my leg, my prosthetic leg from <laughs> an auction. And I said, yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that would be the highest at auction, as opposed to your butt, your boobs, your wig. You know what? That's a really good, probably the leg, because the le- it yeah. has a shoe connected right. to it, right? Yeah. So, right. <laughs> probably the leg. 
Did you sign it? Like, don't make me hop after you. I should have. I should have. I just, yeah. I was so taken aback. Like, right. hey, you know, because I hadn't seen that in decades. Yeah. And it was. And, um, but I thought that was very sweet that he had that. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I I'm, I keep going back to Hollywood Shuffle, but I, I yeah. my my favorite scene in that movie is when he does the black acting school and he's oh. like the British actor. But the funniest sure. thing is he has white instructors doing it. Yes, everything. that's the it's joke. Brilliant. It's so funny. Yeah, that's the joke, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, it. Um, uh, Robert knew he had a vision, and he knew exactly. Yeah how to tell this very painful story. Right. Because um, uh, many of the experiences that you saw us lampoon on, you know, were yeah. what we experienced. I mean, I cannot tell right. you in the beginning of my career and up until maybe 10 years ago, I was always asked, um, can she be more black? And, that is a common thread right. for many African-American actors. If you're not Afrocentric enough, you see, television is yeah. so quick, right? And producers and directors don't want to waste any time um, to explain who you may be. Right. Racially, right. So if someone's looking at me or or any you know Sabrina LaBeouf or any other uh, uh, African American actor who happens to be a fairer skin, it's kind of like, now nah, well, we this is not the we this is not the image we really want to portray. So obviously, in the history of of black media and and the participation of African Americans in the American scene, only fair skin women were cast mm -hmm. for years because the assumption was the fairer you were, the more comfortable the audience would be, the fairer you were, right. more attractive you would be perceived. I mean, this, this is all part of the psychological damage that African-Americans are still dealing with purely from forced, um, you know, enslavement. Right. So it carries through even internally there is still that struggle of uh, are you black enough right. or uh, why do you sound the way you sound? Um, it, it's an it's an ongoing conversation and it's been that way my entire career. Wow. Now, and that's I, Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah. We also talked about that. And um, but it, it was coming from many of our personal experiences. Right. So on the flip side, how many roles did you get because, because you were light-skinned? Uh, probably the overwhelming majority. But mm. it's not just because of my skin color. Um, I probably lost more roles, not because of my skin color, but because of what they assume Black people should be like. Okay? Yeah. So it was the ignorance... And the institutional racism um, in my industry, you know, a lot of people think the industry is, oh, you're just a bunch of progressives. No, no. this is one of the most conservative, um, self-consumed, uh, worried about, right. you know, uh, it is not a liberal, ba a bastion of liberal 
attitudes at all. But it was, I remember I had auditioned for, um, oh gosh, it was, I'm not going to name it because I don't want to um, insult the right. actor who did get the job. Okay. But um, it was between myself and this actress. And um, it was to portray a professional person in a medical setting. And I didn't get it. Ultimately, I did not get the role because I could pronounce words too clearly. And they thought that because I was too articulate and the, that articulate is a code word for you sound too white, white. right? Yeah. So because I was too articulate, they thought that the African-American audience would not be able to relate to me. So uh, to answer your question, I pro I have probably, listen, like I said, no charity for me. I'm good. Right. Yeah. I am. Right. Yeah. But, but if I were a little more identifiable as more Afrocentric, I probably mm. would have gone further in my career. Wow. Mm. And, the, and the choices I made. Right. Um, I made a conscious choice. I said uh, quite early in my career. Unless it's a spoof like Hollywood Shuffle or I'm going to get you sucker. I'm not in this to make fun of black people. Right. I'm not in this to demean and to, you know, those days are over. God bless Hattie McDaniel and Snowflake. Mm -hmm. and yeah. They were forced to do that. Right. 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 And these were trained, theater trained, um, Chitlin Circuit trained. Broadway trained performers who were forced. Um, and I said, no, I'm not going to be part of that. Yeah, good. Yeah. I guess there's always work at the post office, right? <laughs> there's always a job at the post office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very true, right? Yeah. But a show that's like universally loved between, you know, young people, old people, blacks, whites is... Sure. In the heat of the night. Oh, you changed know? my whole career. Right. And that was a show that when it was on, I'll be honest, I didn't watch it. No, no, no. Yeah, well, was, yeah. 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 I mean, and I don't think it was too adult, you but that's probably too short. young. And it wasn't. No, it was just, I was just watching, you know, stupid shows back then, or, or whatever. Right. You know, it wasn't. No, I but, get it. Yeah. I, I caught up on it and it was absolutely fantastic. I oh, mean, my God. You and you know, Howard were, were great together. Yeah. Um, but you left after the sixth season. Uh, yes, yeah. I left in mid six season. Yeah, that's yeah, true. and I know like Howard had his you know issues and, and stuff like that. But was that a difficult decision for you? Very, but I didn't leave because of Howard. Right, I know that. Yeah. Um, but it was it was difficult because I loved playing Althea Tibbs. She was to me the ultimate character to play. Right. You know. Um. The storylines were incredible. Yeah. We were so ahead of the, I remember one episode we dealt with a young woman who gives birth and puts her baby in a dumpster. No one was doing right. that. Nobody. And we dealt with race. Um, But I knew my time was short because mm -hmm. um. Howard was having his difficulties. 
um, Carol O'Connor had found more interest in a recurring character and was giving that recurring character some of Althea's work okay. in screen time. So, and it was tough being on location for seven months out of the year, right. and it and we were in Ham, we we were in Covington, Georgia. You know, very hard. Um, I I made that decision against the uh, better judgment of my agents and okay. whatnot, but. <clears throat> I, I knew that I was really going to be reduced to um, just there. Background, yeah. Just kind of, and no offense to background at all. Right, no, of course. But... I was going to be background. Yeah. And um, that is not what I signed up to do. So when I left, um, it was a very, very, very difficult decision. But- Thank God for Tommy Davidson, right. because Tommy and I did a movie together and we had a blast <laughs> and Tommy called me and he said, are you on that, that serious shit still? <laughs> I right. said, no, truth be told, I'm on. He says, want to have some fun? And I said, yes. Yeah. He said, you want to do in living color? And I said, yes. Yeah. And he got the job. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even audition. That's great. Yeah. So Tommy Davidson got me on in Living Color. Right. Yeah. I mean, you had some like great skits on there that Mary oh. Cup Oh, and then oh the, my god, the, the poetic injustice. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, my favorite I think is the church shouting. That and is. I love that the, one. <laughs> is that not the ultimate? Yeah. That scene is so funny that I found it and I put it on my comedy reel. Oh, that's that funny. to yeah. me is yeah that was one of the funniest yeah. oh man that that's yeah. very very it was very funny yeah i, I laugh every time i watch yeah. that yeah. <laughs> that was my homage to lucille ball man right. the physical comedy in that it was yeah. uh, that's that's some funny shit right yeah i mean like as a young like comedian like is is she like the standard for you is that the one for you me, yes for? yeah okay. for me, yes Without question, it it um, because I was known, and I still do it, but certainly not as much now. I was known as a physical comedian. Okay. So, you know, I was the I was the one who would do the Pratt falls and you know um, the pie in the face, and right. because I didn't care about my looks, it was really about the 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 joke, the comedy. Right. Yeah. Lucille Ball didn't care about her looks. No. She cared about the comedy and she yeah. worked really hard at it. Comedy is hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so to me, and I can name every single episode of I Love Lucy. <laughs> so uh, while people were watching other things, I yeah. was studying right. I Love Lucy. So, um, I mean, I can see my work and see her work. I've stolen from her. Right. You know, multiple yeah. times. So um, there was an episode on what's happening now where Nadine uh, was playing a man. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I stole some physical uh, characteristics 
when Lucy played a man in in the stag episode when they went to a stag party. So I just Lucille Ball to me yeah. was just yeah. school. Right, she was right. School. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, no one cried like her. I mean, oh, it was great. Yes, it's school. Yeah. Yeah. School. Yeah. Now, Keenan was still on, right? And let me call her when you were. No. He wasn't out there anymore. No, all the Wayans. They had had that. Now, this I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. Reunion. Yeah. Get to hang with Keenan. Yeah. And, and uh, no, there was that falling out with okay. Fox. And uh, the Wayans production company, and well, that was it. So, yeah. Eyes with Jim Carrey and David Allen Greer and Tommy, obviously, yeah. and Jamie Fox and uh, uh, Taki. I mean, I was with yeah. uh, you know, a still, nice, still nice great people, people. Yeah. yeah, right, right, yeah. What was Jim Carrey like? The, the best, yeah, the best. I loved working with Jim, I loved working with Jim, yeah, because that was he was making movies at that point right i mean he like, just yeah. started the mask oh, okay and he brought the stunning tall woman to the set right so he could show her i think we were doing a fire marshal bill skit and we yeah. were in rehearsal so he brought yeah. her and it was cameron diaz oh, yeah wow <laughs> right yeah no he was wonderful he was great yeah that's great and then like after that you you guest starred on like Everything. Every show. Every show. I mean, I, I could probably play a game with you and say, well, you're on this show. I don't know if you would know every show that you've been guest starred on. I, I've done that before with no, guests. Sometimes I have to go and yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know every show. Right. But like which one was your favorite? Like just not, not just because of the show itself, but just the experience. And which one was like the absolute like worst for you? The worst is easy. Okay. Worst is easy because uh you know, I have a pretty extensive yeah. Body work, right? So I would have to say 99% of my experience has been fantastic. So the 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 worst is the easiest mm -hmm. thing I can pull. Anything I did for Chuck Lorre was the worst. Oh wow. Okay. And what I, I and uh mad about you, the worst jobs I've ever had in my life. You're not the first person to say mad about you. On the show. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I'll <laughs> leave it at oh, that. Oh, yeah. She was horrible. She yeah. was horrible. The director was horrible. Paul Reiser, God bless him, right. tried to mitigate and you yeah. know, create more of a... He was lovely. Yeah. He could not have been more lovely. Yeah. But that was a horrible atmosphere. Why? Why? Um. It was just horrible. I, I I think everyone thought they were just so precious. precious. That's my term. And everyone thinks, oh, we are yeah. doing comedy. And this yeah. is so serious. No, right. not no. really. It's comedy. It's a, you know, come on. Yeah. Right. It's it's pie in your face and yeah. a fart. Right. <laughs> but it was, it was, uh, I, I just, it was so unenjoyable. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And that was a show also that was rebooted. And I think that just failed miserably. <laughs> what do you do? I just do the shrug. Exactly. Right. Karma, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but how was your experience on Melrose Place? It was good. It yeah. was good. Um, Aaron Spelling knew what he was doing. And he didn't tolerate right. fools. And he didn't tolerate um out of control egos and that's the first thing mm -hmm. he said 
when when I finally got the role, you know, that mm-hmm. you, you get to meet Aaron Spelling. And so they yeah. brought me to the Spelling building and there I'm sitting across from him. And all I'm thinking of is his guest star and I Love Lucy. <laughs> I'm looking at him going, oh, my God, right. <laughs> you did Lucy Goes to Hollywood and you were. In the- <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I never said that. Right. <laughs> I need to tell you my Johnny Carson story because it's kind of similar okay. to that. So he told me, you know, what he expected from me and he knew I was a professional and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was great. And, and he kept all the egos Mm. because that was. I'm sure there were a lot. Ego city. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was, it was, um, it was a a really good experience. I liked the character. I I, I liked Yeah. I remember that. It was, yeah, she was, she was tough. (laughs) Yeah. She was tough. Alicia Barnett. Yeah. She was tough. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So what do you got going on now? I am producing, co-producing with my husband and uh, our other partner, David Marakin, a independent film. We're about to shoot on location uh, up in Washington, state of Washington. Uh, it's called The Addiction of Hope. And it... Um, Clancy Brown and Erica Alexander and Harley Jane Kozak. And it's just oh, wow. really a lovely. Right. Yeah. A lovely oh, great. Film. Yeah. We were just watching my wife and I get out the other, the other day and Erica Alexander was in that. And like, I, I it just didn't occur to me like, Oh shit, that's Pam from a uh, coffee show. It didn't occur to me for like yeah. half hour uh, after know, watching that. Yeah. Erica, she and I have been friends ever since I did an episode of living single. That scene is also on my comedy reel because okay. my character on Living Single, she was doing kind of like an Oprah Winfrey billionaire type of character. Right. And so I wanted to have this long fake hair, you know, to really emphasize women's yeah. uh, bloated ego. So not that Oprah is, I'm just saying the character. Well, of course, yeah, the character, yeah. And so um, so we're, we're in the middle of shooting and my character says something and she storms off and she turns around, she flicks her hair and she exits the office. Well, I turned around and flicked my hair and I got caught on a coat coat rack and they (laughs) kept it in. It is. And Erica and I, we don't break character and I'm trying to get my hair free. And Erica gets up and releases my hair from the coat rack. (laughs) She, she is the ultimate professional, but I love it. Anyway, she has a, she's in the film. She's great. I love Erica. Oh, good. Yeah. When, when is that? Is that going to be in the theater? It's not streaming, right? Well, it, oh, let's, you know, yeah, right. pray that it yeah. will be, but um, um, it'll probably be, you know, go through the festival circuit right. and all that okay. and be purchased. Oh, great. Good luck with that. When is that? Uh, well, we're hoping, for, we're hoping for fall, winter 2024. Okay. You know? so, um, right around yeah. the corner. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Very nerve wracking, but it's exciting. Oh, that, that's awesome. But Emery, I really appreciate your time. I mean, you are so gracious with your time. You're, oh, you know, no. I love everything you do and continuing success. Thank you so much. And um, listen, you've got a good, you got a good gig. Now let's just get you paid. A- absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take it. In. Oh, wait, you know what? Johnny Carson story. Oh, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, if, uh, uh, so blessed to be on Johnny Carson and yeah. Jay. Bless, bless, bless. Right. But. When I was uh, being uh, interviewed for the Johnny Carson show, right before you go on, um, Fred DeCurva says to you, or said to me, yeah. whatever you do, 
don't touch Johnny, don't look him in the eye, and don't say how long you've been watching him. Now, this is before the curtain is open. Right. So I'm like, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I did join exactly. <laughs> I walk out. Yeah. I broke every rule. I touched his <laughs> hand. I looked him directly in the eye and I said, oh my God, I've yeah. been watching him my whole life. Yeah. And they were, he wasn't furious, but, but they was. furious oh, with well. me. Yeah. They should watch in the green room, not like right before the curtain. You know, but he, yeah. yeah. How about telling you days before? Exactly. You know, you hear Ed McMahon saying, and next. Yeah. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but he was, he was great. He didn't, he, he Johnny was very gracious and, and lovely. Right. And um, huh. what, what can you do? That's great. Oh, now I got a couple more. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I saw that you the clip of you and Car Sharks, which 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 was great. That was oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Did you also do a uh, pyramid, twenty five thousand dollar pyramid? Yes. Okay. That those were the days where you were allowed to do right. a couple of game shows a year. Uh, no, and they knew that you were a struggling actor. Okay. Right? But um, yeah, that that was yeah. a lot of. Fun, yeah. So much fun, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That the your opponent was she was annoying. (laughs) I don't remember. Oh god, yeah. The 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 clips on YouTube, it's funny. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to look. I do not remember. I remember, you know, the experience, right? But I don't remember anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But Pluto TV also has a game show. Oh my, really? Okay. So I'll have to. to, Yeah, because you know that was over forty years ago, my friend. Right. Yeah. Time flies. Thank you so much again. Thank you. And a special thanks to Anne-Marie for joining me today. And if you haven't seen the work that she's been in, please do. She's very talented. And if you have a guest suggestion, hit me up on Twitter at the first novel one nine, or like the page Living My Youth on Facebook. You can go to iTunes and check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. You don't have iTunes? Not a problem. Shows on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, wherever you can find a podcast. A new episode will come out soon. Stay safe, everybody. See you then.